This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. We've got a message in to Marnie. We'll try to get a hold of her. And things come up. If they do, we'll get her rescheduled. And I did uh, put out some feelers already. You just heard top of the hour news talking about the same thing I just ended the last hour with, talking about diesel fuel shortages. And I've got some folks out there looking to you know to figure out where we're at and talking to my boys a little bit even trying to find out from our supplier is this going to be different in different portions of the country and my gut feeling is yes it will be and partly because you know we we do different things in different parts of the country even as far as you know, diesel fuel is concerned, heating oil, those sorts of things as well. So I will find out from um, my suppliers, I guess is the best way for me to say it, what's actually happening in our neck of the woods here. Um, I'm guessing it's going to be much worse on the East Coast than it is here. And I did just get word from one of my boys that we normally have between a 35 and 55 day supply, depending upon where we're at, what's going on. And so on. Some of you have always wondered, well, why is the price of diesel more than it is for gas? Because everybody always thought it was a byproduct of the refining process. It is not a byproduct. It is, in fact, itself refined. And what they do is they estimate how many gallons will be used as they start to do the refining process. And they predict what the market needs. And based upon that prediction is how much supply we have. If they predict it correctly, it stays around that, you know, when oil is at a normal price, I should say, normal price of, say, $80 or below, we can stick typically stick around that $4 a gallon range. Times like now, it's $5 or above. And what they do is they predict how much we're going to use. There's all sorts of ways to do that. Fleets predict, you know, how much future buying they're going to do. All these different things come into play. People like me, even there's a predictor of how much I'm going to buy. I'm just a small player, but you get my drift. There's ways for them to look at the future when it comes to how much diesel supply do we need at any given time. And they build, I'm not saying that correctly, they refine accordingly that's why there can be so much variation at one time it used to be way cheaper to drive a diesel than it did to drive a gas vehicle that changed with the ultra low sulfur diesel that was mandated by the epa some years ago and once that came into play it changed things dramatically it upped the price of not only diesel fuel but the cost of the engines and the diesel trucks the entire diesel world changed when we went to the ultra low sulfur diesel fuel so Again, I'll find out more on this as I can. Uh, my boys are actually sending me articles as we speak. I just don't have time to go through those because I'm one of those where I, I can't talk and type at the same time. I can talk and read at the same time. But for me to go through some of the articles and things they're sending me, I have to do that when we take a break because it's hard for me to do that otherwise. So that's all the information I have. If you texted in with that question, thank you, by the way, for asking. I appreciate that very much. And there is your answer. Are we in Colorado in better shape than other states? I would think so, but don't quote me on that. You'll know by what the price at the pump does. I don't think we will be as in bad a shape 
as other parts of the country will be. Just my my prediction. But I also would say that if you're somebody that uses it and you have the ability to store some, I would. If you don't and you can't, well, then it is what it is. There's nothing else you can you can do about it. But if you have the ability to buy some and store it, I I would just just for grins. So that's the story on the diesel fuel end of things. I don't know any more than that. I'll do some more research for you even tonight and tomorrow with my suppliers and see if I can find out exactly what's going on and let you guys know. But but that's where it's at. We personally, as a fleet, haven't noticed any changes. I mean, other than price, we haven't noticed any changes, shortages as far as getting fuel is concerned. But believe me, we will be watching that very, very closely, and we will let you know what we find or what I find here in the days ahead. So with that, guys, let's take a quick break. High Five Plumbing, coming up next. And again, like other things in your home, there's certain things that need to be done maintenance-wise. Your, your water heater, for example, needs some maintenance. Your swamp cooler, of course, needs maintained right now. And other things that you need to be taking care of, swamp coolers and the like. Uh, any other thing needed plumbing-wise, whether it be drainage or the fresh water coming in, they can take care of that, including water filtration, softeners, and so on, for those of you that are on wells and so on. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE is High Five's number. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. A small problem can quickly turn into a disaster when it comes to your plumbing. The situation you're dealing with can do devastating damage to your home. You want the protection of a High Five Plumbing Club membership. As a member, you automatically get priority service and scheduling and a 10% discount on every service call. Bad plumbing can destroy your home, but the perk of a club membership takes the pressure off a stressful situation. On top of Advantage Scheduling, you will get access to emergency plumbing services available 24-7 and a discounted after-hour service call fee. Water damage is potentially devastating to your home, so call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445 to learn more about the membership or fill out a contact form at klzradio.com plumbing. Mention KLZ when you schedule any appointment for a waived service fee and a free tub of BioClean drain cleaner high five plumbing where every call ends in a high five you heard me talk about extreme in the last hour and if you didn't what i talked about was tires and the fact that we need good tires heading into winter it to me it's of utmost importance if you don't want to be that guy stuck on the side of the road blocking traffic and having everybody yell at you as they go by klzradio.com is refined extreme or you can call them direct at 303-841-1071 You had no clue that your headlights were so dim until it started getting darker earlier. And then you realized you could hardly see anything while you were driving home. Extreme Auto Repair will restore your headlights at a reasonable cost without replacing them. Just by clarifying the lens. Don't drive when it's that difficult for you to see the road because that means it's harder for others to see you too. Headlight restoration is more affordable than the alternatives such as replacement or a DIY kit that takes forever and costs nearly as much. Only replace your headlights when you need to. When Extreme is done, your headlights will be functionally comparable to a new car for a reasonable price. Keep yourself and others safe on the road and avoid getting a ticket by calling Extreme Auto Repair right now. Set up your headlight restoration and routine maintenance at 303-841-1071. That's 303-841-1071. Or you can write them a message at klzradio.com slash extreme. Veteran Windows and Doors is next, folks. And again, don't forget 35% off right now on Windows and Doors. They are Provia Windows and Doors. That's from Veteran Windows and Doors, 303-529-0720. At Veteran Windows and Doors, you're paying for a quality upgrade to your home. Unlike the big companies, when you're paying a premium for their marketing and advertising, Veteran Windows and Doors work with you and for you. They believe that homeowners should make insightful decisions rather than being pressured into deciding on the spot. They educate their customers along the way, providing a one-on-one experience throughout the process. You're paying to upgrade your home, so work with the company that will make sure you're satisfied. Veteran Windows and Doors has qualified, licensed, and insured installation teams at every job guaranteeing consistent, high-quality work throughout your partnership together. Call Veteran Windows and Doors today and pay up to half the cost that you would with another company. Get 35% off when you mention KLZ Radio for the month of October only. 
303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Or visit klzradio.com slash windows. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Marnie Goldman with us now, mental health expert, life coach, and author. And let's talk about arguing, Marnie. You got it. Let's talk about arguing. So this goes against what what most people would think. And, and you know, my, my little caption here is the four mental health benefits of arguing and why you should do it more often. Th- that goes against what most people are thinking, I'm guessing. It is. You know, it's about communicating. And sometimes when you get everything out on the table, it's okay. It's not to like sit and slam somebody, but getting everything and all your emotions out on the table and communicating and saying, this is how I feel. I feel this way because even if it gets a little bit loud, you're at least communicating and know that when people say things, it is not about you it is them hurting within and they just take it out on you okay know the difference you can kind of tell the difference so be aware just because you're arguing doesn't mean it's a bad thing it's a good way i've learned this over the years it's a good way i guess just because i'm a loud boisterous kind of a guy and i'm also one of those guys where i talk through problems i don't know if everybody else out there does that but for me marnie i when i have to try to think through something my family knows this by now i will talk through things whether i sound intelligent or not i have no idea but it's my way of figuring out what i need to do with different situations that may come up even in business and things like that i just i'm I'm open i just talk through them i'm not mad at anyone i'm not arguing i'm just talking through but i'm also kind of guy where if i don't like something i'll tell you Exactly. I mean, there's, it's just, I think you can, you, I tell people to over-communicate, communicate, communicate. People are not mind readers. So when people leave things unsaid, like me, for example, I go to the worst case scenario and presume the worst. Had I said, this happened, this didn't make me feel good, and the other person would say, really? Oh my gosh, that wasn't my intention. Right. So that right. is why I stress communicating. Yeah, I don't know that. I mean, that's true. As you know, Marnie, that's true whether we're talking about life, business, our personal situations, you know, me here on air. Uh, you know, there's an old saying in the radio world that by the time I am sick and tired of talking about a particular topic, the audience finally got it. It's, it's basically what you're talking about. Exactly, exactly. And there's that saying, the best part of breaking up is making up. So I guess they argue whoever made up that little saying because arguing must have worked there because they made up. Yeah, yeah. So it strengthens our communication skills, which is what you're talking about. What about the self-confidence end of things when we argue? I think because most people hold things in, we're afraid for people to get mad at us. But once we start using those healthy boundaries and communicating within, we're like, wow, we become proud of ourselves. It's like this inner pride feeling like I did it. I spoke up for myself. So you naturally gain that inner self strength and inner confidence. Okay. What about quick thinking, thinking under fire, being able to think on our feet? I, I you know, sort of going back to when you're in, and I know not everybody does this or did this, but in high school or even sometimes junior high, you get on a debate team and you're having to do things back and forth, think on your feet. Doesn't arguing help with that? It does. It does. And you go with your gut. And it, I think taking improv and, like you were saying, debate and all that, it truly um, helps with your communicating skills. But sometimes we think something and then we're like, change our minds real quickly. I tell people, whatever is the first gut, say it, because that is what your true intuition is saying, I guess, what you should do. Okay. Talk about the emotional side of things, because I do know that depending upon how an argument goes and whether you feel like you made some advancement in that particular conversation or maybe you got totally beat out on that particular conversation and realized, oh, man, I got some changes I need to make, which, by the way, that's a communication thing coming back, which, again, isn't bad. If we're learning through this process that, oh, wow, I, I was a real putz and a jerk in that last, you know, in whatever it is I'm arguing about, and you kind of think, oh, I need to make some changes. That's the reality of it. But, but what's the emotional side of that? 
you know, sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So with me, I've been very careful because sometimes if you say something in a different manner, it's take, you take it so personally. Mm. And we already, most of us don't think great about ourselves. So when someone's like, why are you chewing like that, for example, instead of saying, would you mind closing your mouth when you chew? It's, you, know, you don't want to get put on the defensive right away. So when you say something, when it's not what you say, it's how you say it. When you don't say it in a proper way, we get defensive, and then our defense mechanism goes off, like a knee-jerk reaction, and then an arguing starts. So be very cautious. Of, I tell everybody, communicate, and it's not what you say, it's how you say it. No, I mean, you know what? Well said. I don't really have anything to add to that, and I do think that sometimes, I've learned this through the years as well, What's that old saying, Marnie? Pick your battles. Some things are worth arguing over. Some things, I'll be flat out honest. Um, no, move on. Pick it isn't worth choose. messing with. Nope. Pick and choose. Pick and choose. I say we get like an emergency, I mean, um, and a lot like a debit card of emotion every mm. day. And I'm not going to waste my emotion that I have, you know, the allotment on something that's not going to matter in five years. Mm. If it's not going to matter in five minutes or five years, no, if it doesn't matter if it's not going to matter in five years. Don't waste five minutes yeah. worrying about it. Yeah, good point. Take and choose. The other thing that I've learned, not saying I know all of this because you're much better at this than I am, but what I've learned, I guess part of it is age, too. I'm 58, so I'm not getting any younger. And as oh. you go through life, you start learning more and more as you get older and older. Oh, but I the, hear you. I'm 52. There you, okay, so there you go. So, so the other thing that I have learned, too, is... I try anymore, and it's hard for me because sometimes it just it just comes out, you know, it just it just bubbles over out of my mouth, and I don't mean it to. But I also try my best to not argue about things that I can't affect any change on. If it's out of our control, why right. are we arguing? Why am I going to argue with my neighbor about a lampshade that they're not going to take down at the corner? Correct. Why are we going to argue if it's out of our control? Correct. Save that energy. But some people, they, they use that energy because they're angry within, and it gives them a scapegoat and a reason to be, you know, right. argumentative. Right. I tell people, again, I'm going to go back to heal yourselves, people, because when you just have that good, happy feeling, that's all you will exude. So what you're saying is argue when necessary, do it correctly, do it purposefully, but don't just argue to argue. Don't argue to argue. If you really want to say something and they're not understanding what you're saying, of course, it gets, we get a little bit frustrated and, ah, but do it in a way that you're not hurting anyone's feelings and just say, this is how I feel. This is making me feel this way. Okay. Don't be accusatory. Yeah. Question for you. When yes. you know you still need to have the argument and you know it's going to be one, but you know it needs to be said and it may, in fact, hurt the other person's feelings, what do you do? I'm not in control of the other person's feelings. That's on them. I just know if I am saying something from the goodness of my heart, trying to make peace or make my emotions heard, then if somebody gets upset, that's not on me. And my healing came from when I didn't allow their emotions oh. to affect me. Good that's point. the healing. Mm -hmm. So what you're also saying is there's times where we, and we're on the receiving end of some of these arguments, need to have a little thicker skin. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you can let things slide off like a duck, eventually, again, yeah. I'm 52 and it sounds yeah. easy. No, it's not easy. It's hard. I battle it every day and I have to, and I am cautious of everything I say and who I say it to. Mm -hmm. But it's very hard. You know, we beat ourselves up already and having somebody from our outer little bubble mm -hmm. throwing pebbles in, it just, we want to say, stop, right. you know, right. and, um, right. But you could say, please stop throwing pebbles in my bubble. It's really getting annoying, and I need my sleep. Okay. So yeah. instead of yelling at them, yeah. you could just say it. I always just say it's how you communicate. The other thing that I've learned over the years, I want to get your feeling on this as well, is there's times where I know I'm sharp and I can have an argument. I hate to use the word argue, but you know, I can argue and, and things will be okay. There's other times where you're tired you just know it's not going to go well. You don't want to go down that path. What's the best way to communicate to the other person that, hey, let's table this and come back to it because now is not the right time? I love this question. I used to be frustrated, and my kids were like, why are you always mad at us? So now I come, if I am in that mode, I tell everybody around me, I am in a bad mood. It is not you. If I snap at you, just it has nothing to do with you. I'm just not having a great day. Mm. And everybody's like, oh, so I... Brief, I preface, 
I'm not in a great mood, guys. Don't take anything I say personally. And I ask people, too, are you venting or do you want advice? Good point. Because a lot of people just want to vent. Nobody wants that solution. Yes, we're all, it's in our nature to want to help most people. But a lot of people just want that ear. And when you try to give them advice, me, when I was hysterical, I didn't want advice. I just wanted to cry. And the more you tried to help, the more hysterical Mm -hmm. I got. So ask somebody, are you venting or do you want my help? Good advice? point. And I like that. that way. I like mm-hmm. that. We men oh, I especially. I mean, hey. I'm, a, I'm an auto technician by heart, Marnie, so you know where my inner being comes from. I'm that fix-it guy. So anytime you start a conversation, I'm always thinking through the whole process critically of, okay, if we did this, this, and this, we could fix this problem. But there's times where the other person doesn't want to hear that. Exactly, exactly. And again, you got to do what's good for you. Something we hold things in. It makes us so nervous sometimes. Oh my gosh, I have to tell my boss I need a vacation. I don't want them mad at me. Mm. But do you need that vacation? You do. Do you deserve it? Of course. Mm. Well, then go ask for it. The way your boss feels isn't going to be the way you feel, you know, next week when you deserve time off. So do what's good for you and everything will fall into place. I I like that advice because there's also times where it's like, you know, I do need to ask. It's very important for me to ask. I need to get that taken care of. On the same token, if you look at something and really think through it and say, okay, if me going through this process is going to have zero or a negative outcome, because I already pretty much know what the answer is going to be, why bother? Why bother? Exactly. Why bother? But if you feel deserving of something, don't sell yourself short. You stand up for yourself. You are in charge of you, and nobody else is going to do it for you. And so don't be afraid. We all are afraid we don't want to make people upset. Worry about upsetting ourselves. Yeah. That's the thing. Last question for you, and this one is, I'll make sure I word this correctly. Do you feel like, because I'm one to say that I think this is a problem we've had with the last couple of generations, not the current one, but the last couple, and this entitlement of everything you know, was handed to them. Everybody was a winner. Everybody got a prize. And so the arguing side of the fence isn't really done well in their world because, frankly, Marnie, they've never really been taught some of the things you and I are talking about. Am I right or wrong thinking that? Absolutely. I was talking about this, in fact, yesterday, that I was classic poster child for ADHD for everything. And my family, no, they just called me messy, less, messy and stupid. And there was no awareness or talking about it. This generation, everybody is starting to take a turn and talk about their feelings and open up and say, look, I can't leave my room. I'm nuts. I'm losing my mind. I have depression. So I am very grateful that this generation now is making more of a vocal impact on our feelings and how we should express ourselves. Okay. Marnie Goldman, how do they find you? They can go to my website, peacelovemarnie.com, and there's a ton of information, resources, and you could book me for free consult to talk to you, group of people. My book is on Amazon. You can find that there, and all things fabulous. Awesome. Marnie, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it very much. Oh, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Have a great night. And my son, Rich, will be joining us here in just a few minutes. And again, uh, Peace Love love Marnie, and it's with an I, M-A-R-N-I dot com. Denver IT Security is next. Now, speaking of arguing, a lot of you do that with your IT person. And a lot of you hate making that phone call. Why? Because you know you're going to get yelled at. And no one wants that feeling. You don't want to be made to feel small, especially when it's something you have no control over, like Marnie just talked about. And a lot of IT professionals, by the way, those of you that are in that world, you make people feel that way. Maybe you don't intend to make people feel that way, but in a lot of cases you do. We have a solution. Denver IT Security, where they won't treat you that way. So if you're struggling in that world business-wise and you hate making that phone call, switch to Denver IT Security, and they'll take care of you instead. 720-593-6688. You can put any number of locks on your front door, but someone can still walk in through the back door. The network security of your business is no different. Your small business can stay nimble and protected with full-time monitoring from Denver IT Security. There are so many ways or attack vectors that hackers use to get into your network, your email, the internet, websites, software, etc. There's no catch-all product that protects you from every type of attack. 
But service with Denver IT Security gives you around-the-clock protection. Not properly protecting yourself makes you an even bigger target, and you don't have the resources to monitor that on top of everything else you have to worry about as a small business owner. Let Denver IT Security handle the ins and outs of guarding your network so you can get back to running your business. Lock the back door, too. Set up your security consultation now at 720-593-6688. That's 720-593-6688. Or send an inquiry to klzradio.com slash security. Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith, as I said, I met with Al earlier today, and he would love to help you with whatever you've got going on financially speaking and in the future and just knowing where to go and how to get there. klzradio.com, 303-744-1128. Sometimes your money doesn't work very hard for you when you need it the most. Like in retirement, Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial can help you find alternative products with more strategic potential so your money is positioned better to work for you. Your approach to growing and maintaining a nest egg should be personalized to your lifestyle. Al can help position your money to grow in a way that feels manageable to you so you have additional income through retirement without making major sacrifices. Al considers factors like your risk tolerance, the kind of long-term growth you want to see, and how much income you'll need long-term to maximize the longevity of your nest egg. Make your money work for you, starting with a fresh look from Golden Eagle Financial at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered advisor. All right, 30 minutes from now, we're going to hear from Kurt Rogers. And actually, we're going to hear some things that he talked to me about on Saturday on Drive Radio, which honestly, I never knew and learned some new things. So stay tuned for Kurt at 5. In the meantime, if you need something from him, anything to do with the mortgage, credit, anything along those lines, call Kurt today, 720-895-0500. Rates just keep going up, making it harder to buy or refinance a home. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Make your 30-year payment, but own your home in 15 years, all while paying half the interest. Have access to your equity for 30 years without having to refinance and pay more fees. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. There are thousands of customers taking advantage of this simple interest loan. It's times like this when you can really save in your interest costs and pay less. Go to AIMortgage.net and see our Google reviews about the asset manager mortgage. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get up to 90% loan to value and up to $2 million in loan amount, all at the same rate as a $100,000 loan. Whether you want a condo, second home, investment, or cash out, all come with the same rate. No more paying higher fees and higher rates. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Pay less interest and own your home faster. Call 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DOOR, equal credit lender. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Rush to Reason. My son Richard joining us now. Richard, what's up, sir? Not a whole lot. Well, I should say it's, it's, I'm a, I've got a better day going on than the Broncos and, and Nathaniel Hackett do right now, I tell you. Um, I was going to ask you, so glad you started with that. And I was at the game yesterday, and I think everybody's probably asking the same question. What is the biggest problem the Broncos have right now? Because, frankly, just me observing as a fan, I didn't see a whole lot different with this, what I would say is a less costly quarterback than the one that, that costs a quarter billion dollars. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's it, yesterday – actually, maybe yesterday was a good day. It was not a good day to be a Bronco fan or anyone associated with the Broncos except for maybe Russell Wilson, who I think maybe fans started to realize that – he wasn't all of the problems, right? No, if that's the right way not. to say it. You, you know, you, you just kind of saw a situation yesterday in which, I, I, and I think I say this, Dad, and I know we've talked about it a little bit, but I say this to say with Nathaniel Hackett, I think the guy's a nice guy. I actually think that he's a offensive coordinator that most players would really enjoy playing with. He's just that type of a dude, right? He's just got that good, mm-hmm. bubbly personality, which can work, right? But as we know, most successful coaches, and, and honestly, I had some, I had some questions when he started the job, and but and then at the end, I was like, okay, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But most leaders, right, and most great—I should say, most great coaches you see, Dad, right, and, and you can help me on this—they are pretty 
serious dudes. Yes. Wouldn't you say? Yes. Yes, you but, have like, to be. It's a job that requires that, I hate to say, but it is. Correct. So, so obviously, let, let's look at a situation of, um, let's, let's look at Nick Saban, right? Nick Saban, we could argue, very, very serious dude, right? He's, there's not really much messing around. Now, I'm sure some of his coaches are probably some fun-loving guys, but that's kind of what an, who an assistant coach is supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. Assistant coaches are kind of supposed to be yeah, like... The color guy. Yeah, they're the color, they're, they're your they're your grandparents, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe they're the aunts and uncles. Right. That's the best way to say it, right? right? They're the aunts and uncles where you got mom and dad, you know, your dad's the head coach, he's going to bring the hammer down, nothing gets by him, everything else. But then you've got your assistant coaches, your offensive coordinators, they're the aunts and uncles of, they're fun, right? You know, all right, guys, you know, I know dad said this, let's follow this, but hey, let's go about it the right way, you know, do right. this fun, blah, 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 right? right? All of right. those different things. Right. They're, the, so they're more I, of the sounding board than the head coach. Correct, right? And yeah, and then if they've got a grievance, right? You know, if if they're not sure, you know, what it is, then okay, you know, we're we're pretty upset, you know, this, that, and the other, all all these things, and you know, we're well, I'm mad at Dad, you know, he came in and yelled at us for this, and it's like that, yeah, again. But at the at the end of the day, I think what you're seeing with with Nathaniel Hackett is when you, even when you compare him to all the other coaches, even young coaches, that right? For example, Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. You know, 49ers head coach probably should have brought him should have brought him in here probably. a few years ago, which I know I know we talked about. But at the end of the day, he probably uh, he he's not an overly serious guy. In all, all honesty, Dad, or sorry, he's a very serious guy. In all honesty, you could argue that Kyle Shanahan is more serious than his dad Mike ever was. He's just a very serious, you know, down to business type guy, and that's just kind of what a head coach should be. And unfortunately for Nathaniel Hackett, he's the fun-loving uncle that should be the offensive coordinator that should be able to do some fun stuff. He maybe sees the media at once every week, but he's probably not your guy that you want handling all mm-hmm. of the head coaching duties because mm-hmm. we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Too many times coaches, they just don't realize everything that goes into being a head coach. It's not just deciding when to go for it on fourth down. It's, okay, do I use my timeouts here? Um, do I, you know, what are we doing in this situation? Who's going to be announced today for the game? Are we doing offense or defense today? Are we doing this, you know, the team? Who's going to be, you know, somewhat of, of the captains, right? And then how are we going to structure our off-season program? And oh, the Broncos are on their way to London because they play the Jaguars on Sunday in London. How are we going to organize our trip? Now, right. does he have helpers in, you know, some of the, the the administrative staff that help him suggest that? Yes, but ultimately. He's the guy. The head coach is the guy who decides. Yeah, he's a decision maker, right? Right. Correct. He and he is the ultimate decision maker. Right. So I just think you, you, know, you got to kind of ask me what you know what went wrong, and is the long winded answer to say that I just think that there's too much on this guy's plate. I, I hate to say it. I think that he. I think he really liked the idea of Russell Wilson. I think he probably thought to himself, "Man, my job's going to be pretty easy." You know, I just I just got to you know, kind of work with Russell. Well, and then I think. Some of what he's figured out with Russell is Russell's trying to learn a new system because he almost looks like a rookie. I actually heard another radio guy say this today. He almost looks like a rookie out there, and I think he's going to figure it out. I think he's also tried to put a little bit too much emphasis on himself being in the pocket, and I think that he needs to be Russell of old, and then he needs to let the pocket side of stuff you know, kind of come along with him. But ultimately, Dad, you, we, we saw more of what we saw. And, Dad, this is actually the worst offense the Broncos have had through seven games basically since they start, since they wow. became a franchise. Wow. It, it, I think there's like one other season that's worth, I think it was 1966, that was technically worse. In your last three home games, the offense has scored nine points. Now, yeah. you scored more than that, right, because you had some, some other help and such. But the last three home games, that's what's happened. It's, wow. just, it's just not good. It's not a good look. They're doing the same things over and over and kind of expecting different results. Yesterday, you had your backup quarterback drop back 50 times. Now, he didn't throw 50 passes. He threw 46 passes. But when you factor in sacks and rushes, now, and obviously, he had a few rushes in terms of you know, quarterback sneaks, and that's kind of factored into it. But he almost, he almost threw the ball 50 times yesterday. And no offense, but most backups in the league, Dad, shouldn't be throwing the ball 50 times. Right. That's why they're a backup. Right, right. exactly. So exactly. It, it, just, it was a lot of that. I Unfortunately, and again, I don't wish – anyone failing i don't was failing on anyone but i think that if they go to london and they have some more of the same problems and they lose it would not shock me if the penners and the, the walton penner group i should say greg penner use the bye week as 
Yeah. Uh, a, a springboard to say, right? To well, let, one thing I noticed yesterday, go. and I was, you know, was there where you could see these things, you couldn't see all this stuff on television because unless you were there, you couldn't see it. And had my binoculars out and was kind of watching. And they did, for those that don't know this, they did a celebration yesterday of our first Super Bowl victory team. A lot of the members were of that yep. team are still around, John Elway and the like, and they all came out and everybody celebrated. Um, you know, uh, Terrell Davis actually spoke. And what I noticed was the. You know, Mr. Walton and Penner were down on the field at the same time. You know, just kind of there. They're the new owners. They're they're kind of there now. They own that team that, you know, they didn't own it at the time, but they own the team now that did that back then. And what I could just sense from them all the way up in the stands was, we will get this team back to that. We know it's not now, and we don't like the direction we're headed. I could just sense that almost well, in their face. Well, and again, I, I think that you've kind of you've kind of said it best, which is, they, you know, a lot of people kind of gave them, uh, well, not not a hard time, but you know, they've said, well, you know, they're the Walton, the, you know, you know, what works. Or Walton doesn't even know Roger Goodell's name, right? He re, he re, he called him Roger Goodell. Who right? cares? You know, this, is, this is the guy that when you're worth that much money, well, you can call the guy Sam Smith for all I care. What? And guess what? Roger Goodell works for Walton, right? That's so right. He, he really, it really doesn't matter. So, no, to answer your question, 100 percent that, and that I don't think. Here's the deal. The Waltons don't like losing, right? They no. don't like losing to Bezos and Amazon. They don't like losing to Costco when it comes to Samsung. You know, and just in the business sense, they don't like to lose. And they also don't like their name, which is now attached to the Broncos, right. to be drugged through the mud because of ineptness. And that's the biggest key, Dad, is I think if the Broncos were making progress with some of their decisions and plays and, and that sort of thing, I think you, you would see some more patience. Because, again, the Waltons are also not a group, Dad, to do, uh, to do stuff just to do stuff. You know right, what I mean? Right. But they're not going to just make a decision just to say, hey, we've made a decision. No, they're going to do something because it makes sense. Right. But when you're just seeing this pattern, unfortunately, of kind of the same thing over and over again and whatever the decision may be, and maybe they go to hack it at the, at the bye week and say, you guys got to turn those season on, and we need to see a change. And maybe they make hack it fire his offensive coordinator. But to me, that that's kind of besides the point because hack is the one calling the play. So whether right. you want to fire your offensive coordinator or not, and it wouldn't make sense to fire your defensive coordinator because your defense has been the best part of your team Correct. up to this point in time. And special teams is neither here nor there. Yeah, you missed a few kicks, but you know, it is what it is. Ultimately, that doesn't matter. Or, right. you know, it shouldn't matter, I should say. So, yeah, it, it really is concerning, Dad. Like you said, you saw it firsthand, and we've talked about it. It doesn't typically happen that an NFL team is going to get rid of a first-year coach. And I'll be honest, and this is not to knock the Bolins, Dad, but the Bolins probably wouldn't fire a first-year head coach, and it's not because they wouldn't have found a need. It's because they couldn't afford to. Right. We've talked about this many times before, right? right. The Bolins were not cash they, they were not cash, happy cash, cows, whatever you want to say. They didn't have a lot of cash. With the Waltons, that's kind of the opposite, right? If they need to write a $20 million check to have this whole thing go away and they can make their stamp on the organization, they will do that. Right. Because mind you folks, we've talked about this, and then we'll leave it here, that the, the coaches don't count against the salary cap. Russell Wilson is stuck with the Broncos for the next, I think it's four years at the minimum. Okay. Three and a half years, right, after okay. this year, so three years. Because it's on the salary cap. Because of how much money they guaranteed him and everything else, if they get rid of him, it just would be too costly I see. against your cap. It would decimate your team. You couldn't do it. Well, and the reality so, is, and you know, just to dovetail into it, and after being there yesterday and just knowing the, the dismal disaster, I'm just going to call it that, the disaster that that stadium is, not the stadium itself, but everything around it and the unenjoyable experience going to and from the stadium is I can't think of anybody that would enjoy going there because of the traffic snarl nightmare you have to dink around with to actually get there to watch a game and then leave from it I gotta believe Richard that they want a winning team so they can get that handled as well and they're not going to do it unless the team's winning well you're 100% correct dad right because you you don't see typically losing teams making really big investments into their stadium and that sort of thing. Now, it does happen, right? You know, I think, uh, you know, the, the Browns or the Bengals or whatever, but notor you know, or the Raiders, for example, right? The, the Raiders, but that was because they moved, right? right? They moved. Vegas. They had no choice. Them, you know, they, they, exactly. Exactly. They had to create a stadium, right, in order before they were able to do it. So I'm with you. They're going to do it because it's the best business decision. 
they will not sit around for a long period of time and just hope that a coach finds his way. Right. If he's not showing progress, they will pull the trigger and ultimately yep. decide to do something different. All right, we'll be right back. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is coming up next. $1,000 off a furnace installation right now. Get that done. Most of you are using your furnace even uh, probably as we speak, or you will be tonight a little bit later. If that's you and you know your furnace is on its last leg, get that handled now. 720-526-0231. Dinner is in the oven, and everyone is warm inside watching a holiday movie. Now you just need to plug in the lights outside and everything will be damaged due to an electrical overload. Whole home surge protection installed with absolute electrical heating and air protects your holiday. Making the mistake of drawing too much power can create a destructive electrical surge. At its worst, leaving you without electricity, heat, or light. Surge protection with absolute doesn't just safeguard your plans. They save you from thousands of dollars worth of damage, too. Don't let the final touch be the final straw. Protect yourself today with whole home surge protection from Absolute. Call 720-336-3724 or visit legends953.com slash absolute. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, and that... Last ad, it is for here at klzradio.com. So, again, just go to klzradio.com, call Absolute, you'll figure it out that way. Solar Energy Partners is next. Again, another way to save money on your energy bills. Just talk to Alan Davis today, Solar Energy Partners, 303-378-7537. When you pay your power bill, 1% of the money is used to hire people whose jobs are to increase your power bill. Never see another rate increase from big energy again when you invest with solar energy for your home with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners. Getting you a return for your solar investment is Alan's main priority. You may even receive a negative bill from the energy company, meaning they pay you. Alan's primary concern is saving you money with solar. Enjoy consistent rates, a 30% federal tax credit, and increased market value on your home. Alan only sells what he believes will give you a great financial return. The unprecedented rate increases are only going to continue. Locking in a lower rate now means that no matter what the government lets big energy do, you'll still pay the same rate or less for your energy. Don't pay them to raise the rates on you. Make an investment with your power. Now, make your investment today by contacting Alan at klzradio.com slash sun or by calling 303-378-7537. You don't like the way your business has trapped you into working an overtime job every week. John Rush teaches folks in your situation to get out from under their companies using his 40 years of industry experience. Your operation isn't fully functional, at least not with the way it's been going. John Rush will help you fix that by bringing his own knowledge to the table. You're an expert in your industry. So give that job to someone else whose hourly is not as costly as yours should be. John wants you to make your operation run for you. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Is the cost of replacing your old copier with a new one a shock to your budget? I'm Josh, a technician with Business Equipment Service. We specialize in premium, like-new copiers and printers that have had very minimal usage. They look like new, they work like new, and are backed by our 12-month performance warranty. It's as new as you can get without the box. At Business Equipment Service, you don't get less, you just pay less. Check us out at BESofColorado.com. We don't yell at you, we inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. As we start to head into winter here in Colorado, and some of you may be looking at different types of vehicles. Richard, one of the, and I'm not exaggerating when I say this, you just drove one of the most, what I would say, most recommended vehicles that I give out to people looking for small SUVs you just drove. Yeah, and it's, it's one that, again, we don't do, or we don't, we don't just say that just because we're, we're because we're not paid to at all, Dad. But we do it because it's a fantastic vehicle, and that's the 2022 Toyota Rav4, which is like you arguably, and of course, there's lots of others in this segment, but one of the best small SUVs, Dad, that you can buy because you can fit this car anywhere, right? If you want to go down, if you want to go downtown, you want to go to the mountains, 
they have now a new TRD off-road trim, which is really um, a fun vehicle, I should say, um, you know, because it gives you some of that extra capability. They've got a base model, Dad, that's $28,000, or they have the TRD off-road trim that's almost $40,000. So it's a pretty wide range of vehicle that you can get. And like you said, Dad, it is just one of the best small SUVs out there. It's enough for four people. Um, not super spacious in that second row, as you know, but again, not meant to be, right? It's no. a small SUV. It's enough to fit two car seats. I'll be honest, I, I did that. I don't know if you can get a third in the middle. It's going to be a little tight. Um, as far as the trunk goes, more than enough room to fit uh, everything that you need to in there. You, you can either make your Costco runs, whatever you want to do. The only thing maybe that, that I would say is lacking, but this is, again, this is just kind of comes with this territory is the engine, right? I think it's got a two-and-a-half-liter four-cylinder yeah, they, they, in it. They, they eliminated the V6 the... several years ago, which for our elevation was a fantastic. In fact, if you find a used V6, they're bringing a boatload of money because you can't find them. Yeah, they went to the four-cylinder, which that's the number one complaint I've had people say here in Colorado, Richard, is the lack of power. And and, and part of that, obviously, is because of the CVT, Dad. I believe that's what it's got in yeah, it, it, if is. I'm not mistaken. You're correct. And, and again, not a bad thing. Just something to know, right? Like it's not, and honestly, Dad, the CVT helps it in terms of fuel economy. You should be able to get up into the high 20, almost 30 miles per gallon with this vehicle, which is an SUV, Dad, all-wheel drive, all of the capability that you could want, but just something to know, right? If you get in it, test drive it, and you womp on that accelerator, you're going to hear that, you know, right. kind of sounds right. like you're on right. a right. sort of a thing. But again, just something to know. Not a huge concern, and just it's just something at our altitude you may notice a little bit lack of power when you compare it to other vehicles uh, in this class. However, Dad, that's probably the only negative. It's got an updated interior. You know, they updated this a few years ago. Um, it's got a, it's, I think it's got a new instead of an eight-inch display. It's got a new nine-inch display. Um, yep, that that replaces the as an optional upgrade. Again, it was redesigned in 2019, Dad, so it's a few years old. They really haven't changed a whole lot, which is kind of standard to Toyota. Yeah, they'll they run really that as long as they can. Much. Again, nothing against them, but once they find a, a tried-and-true setup, they'll run with it. They will, and, and this is that. And, again, they've got all sorts you know, different models to choose from different things. You know, again, if you want that TRD off-road trim level, you're going to be able to get kind of a stock thing that lets you go. You have a little bit beefier tires. You can go on a lot of the trails here in Colorado without too much modification, right, Dad? So right. it's something that's, that's nice. But it really is a great all-weather vehicle. And people ask us, like you said, people ask us all the time, what kind of SUV should I get? We recommend the RAV4, and they're like, really? And I don't know why. I don't know, Dad, if that's I don't either. I, I get emails all the time about, hey, I'm looking to buy a little SUV, blah, 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 blah. I'm looking at such and such. And then I'll say, well, have you looked at a RAV4? And I'll typically get back almost a – and here's what I think's happened. And, Toyota, if you're listening, I think this is some of the marketing things that you guys have to get by. Most everybody, Richard, is used to, and I remember, the smaller version of the RAV4 that was pretty compact. It wasn't that large. It really didn't even have much of a backseat at all. I know this one you know, has one. It's a little bigger. There's still not a ton of legroom, but it's much, much bigger. Even the cargo is much bigger than it used to be. But I think people's memories just are, oh, I don't want that small SUV. It's not that anymore. And, and I think you, you actually, Dad, you, I think you hit the nail on the head. And I would say that to people. If you're used to the old RAV4s, Dad, I would encourage people to go view this. Or maybe you just haven't seen one in a few years. It is not the RAV4 of old. Right. right? Isn't that the best way to that's say it? That's the best way to it say is it. Not this, that's right. It's not this, you know, clunky. It, and, again, that's not to say the RAV4s of old, Dad, were bad vehicles. They weren't. But it's not this clunky, you know, you can't fit anything inside of it. You know, it's got the spare tire on the back that you can see, and maybe you don't like the look of it. What, no, it's not that at all. It's a fantastic little vehicle. I've, we've got some family members that are kind of in the market for that. And I'll be honest, folks, if you, like you said, that if you can find a used one, even though they came out in 2019, for you know, maybe the low 20s or, or you know, maybe low to mid-20s, it's it. a great first car That's for right. someone. Go right? buy it. It's got, yep. the to, it's got the Toyota reliability, folks. It's got everything that you could want on it. So I encourage you, head to your local Toyota dealer, test drive it, get yourself in it, because, again, it's different than what you've come to expect. And when you do that, let them know that John and Richard Rush from Rush to Reason and Drive Radio sent you. 
All right, last thing before I let you go, Rich, and I know we were talking a little bit in the last hour, and I'll get some more info for folks. I had an, uh, a text message that came in, and, of course, you sent me an article on it as well. That's with the diesel shortage that they're now sort of, I don't want to say hyping. I mean, I think it is a legitimate concern that some folks have, and I don't know if you've been able to find anything out since we started talking here about an hour or so ago. How do you feel like Wolf Fair in Colorado versus other places, or do you? Well, and you know it's a little bit better. We don't out here rely on um, the, the heating aspect of diesel, right, Dad? We obviously we're natural gas mostly right. out here in Colorado, and so we don't have that much of an effect. And I know, you, like you said, we have these different blends and that sort of stuff. But and so I think we'll feel it. You're already starting to see the, the pumps increase, and you're probably going to see diesel increase over the next few weeks, even more, until they get a handle on things. And again, with Lord knows with this administration how that's going to work so i think you're going to feel it i think it's going to start to come down as we get into winter dad because well simply can't afford not to do that but i think it's something to watch because again this seems to be a consistent problem that you and i talked about this and we got to run if the administration and economists and everyone else would put the stock in the fuel the fuel because everyone talks about well if you take away fuel and food inflation's not as bad well you and i talked about fuel drives the food up right. so if you fix the fuel problem, That's right. you would fix 90% of what is driving inflation at this point in time. But we have an administration that's so stinking selfish and, well, and want control, Dad, right? They're willing to sacrifice. And, it's, and it, by the way, if you're a Dem and you disagree with this, happy to hear from you. Because they are, are willing to sacrifice us as the little guys yep. in order to uh, basically pad their pocketbooks of you know the solar and the renewable and the electricity and that's all right. the other stuff that they're doing. So it's definitely going to hurt, Dad. So, you know, be ready. I don't know okay. if it's going to be as bad as other parts of the country, but people need to know this for sure. All right. Appreciate it very much, Richard. Thank you very much. Paul, real quick, you bought a RAV4. Give me your update, sir. Howdy, sir. Uh, yeah, actually, I got the Prime version of it, which nice. is a huge battery hybrid one. Yep. And, uh, my wife loves it. It's 40, 40 miles for the, the battery you get on the loan. gets 40-something on the highway. Nice. Uh, wonderful car. You know, I, I just did my taxes, and you got the, you got uh, 7500 from the feds, 1250 or 250 2500 sorry, from the state. But now the feds have ended that because that new Biden, right. you know, right. owes you with the non-American right. stuff. But it, it's still, even without it, it's a wonderful vehicle. It really it's is. Horsepower. It's That's awesome. Paul, thank you. I appreciate that update very much. And for those of you, there is a testimonial along those lines for you. Bruce Simmons is next. He is from American Liberty Mortgage, our reverse mortgage specialist. If that's something you're interested in, give him a call today, 303-467-7821. Inflation can kill your retirement. Bruce Simmons can match the right reverse mortgage program to your specific needs. Bruce Simmons of American Liberty Mortgage can use a reverse mortgage to relieve the soaring prices on your everyday necessities like groceries, gas, and other essentials. Bruce understands how inflation affects your individual circumstances, choosing the right reverse mortgage program that is relevant and personalized to your needs. A reverse mortgage can take away some of the pressure that hidden costs put on your retirement nest egg. He knows the potential benefits of financial planning with a certified reverse mortgage, including decreased stress associated with additional sources of income. Set up a free consultation with Bruce Simmons at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Live and local. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, really quick, back to our car reviews. I always say this, but I want to make sure everybody knows there's lots of them on the website. Go to rushtoreason.com or drive-radio.com. They're all there. We've categorized them out very well. I should say producer Ann has done that. We've been reviewing cars for a long time. I think the first one I did was all the way back in 2008, late, late 07 or early 08. So we've been doing this a very, very long time. And, again, I, we try to look at a car for what it is outside of the brand and everything else. And what I will always say is this. If you're interested in a new car or a used car, you have to go get in it, drive it, feel it, and know if it's for you because every single one of them is different when it comes to all of that. They're all made very well today. The biggest thing comes down to how does it fit and work for you. And I will hate to say this, but I will. Gone are the days of having to buy X because that's what your dad always owned we don't need to do that anymore. You go buy the car that fits you the best and then move on. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.